Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding you through the program during the day where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. But I do not do it by myself. Let's go around the room, introduce you to my compatriots. That's that's my own personal George Bush word, made it up all by myself. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Memos, leader workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Glad to have you here, sir. He's, How was, he's uh, a pretty good left hand guy too. Oh, 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 oh we're <laughs> definitely gonna get there. Definitely gonna get there. Um, uh, how was your How was your week for you, sir? Very good. Did you anything uh, Anything new and exciting in the world of uh, intermodal interstate uh, transportation? No, no. Good to go. Same old, same old. Right, there you go. Uh, on my left, the uh, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. How about you? Anything new in the uh, the world of intermodal or interstate transport? Not really. No? How about law? How about law? <laughs> well, I'm doing some intermodal interstate <laughs> transport. That's it. <laughs> I settled a case out of uh, upstate New York. Upstate week. New York. Yeah, there you go. I didn't have to go to the homicide trial. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's why you were able to attend uh, last uh, week or the week before with us yes. at the uh, at the Second Amendment well, they, rally. They, in the Denali. trial took place, and he was convicted of vehicular homicide. So Your client was? The driver of my client. Oh, okay. But the case was settled, so we think that will not be an issue for oh, the there you go. company there you now. Go. There you go. Uh, so, folks, uh, you know, thanks for joining us today. Um, we, uh, the three of us here on the program, had the opportunity today to uh, take part in some shooting, and not all at the same location. I'm still bleeding. <laughs> Are you still bleeding? <laughs> I'm still bleeding. Kevin's still bleeding. <laughs> it's a minor, <laughs> minor injury. Minor injury. Minor injury. It doesn't it's, hurt. It's just a flesh wound. It doesn't hurt. Well, that's because it's on the thumb with no feeling. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's, it's uh, that's, How'd you do that? I don't have any idea. <laughs> uh, this morning, um, our, the uh, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone and I went to uh, to one of our well one of, one of our local ranges. I guess it's local for us, you know. Um, yeah, it's uh, localer to me. Yes, it is more yeah, localer yeah, to you. Yeah. Yes, rub yes. it in, rub it's it. Not in. as local, um, but it's localer. We'd we'd had our eye on trying to get into some competition shooting done before 
the heat sets in in Florida. Now, listen, I you know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> so we've got well, two weeks. You should be shooting all year round. You should be doing all that. Listen, if you've never been outside yeah. in Florida, on a range, by the way, where, you know, mosquito control doesn't visit, <laughs> uh, you know, sometime during the summer months. Mm. If you wanted to control mosquitoes on that range, you'd need a C-130 that oh, drops, yeah. you know, like yeah. the firefighter yeah. planes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, full of I mean, flat out Agent Orange, not like the watered down stuff either. I mean, but like, <laughs> no. like the it's like the beat. defoliant kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it would just be mixed with diesel fuel. Yeah, and, D- and yeah. DDT. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, because yeah. uh, it, it's it's out there along the river in the sticks. Yes, um, when it rains there, uh, you get naval practice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why are you sitting in a canoe? Because I want to get my knees wet. Yeah. Um, so we were able to go. Now, now, Kevin had some training going on at his facility, and he was not able to join Earl and I for the competition shooting today. And apparently I didn't want to embarrass the two of you. Well, <laughs> Earl much, and I did all right. We held much, our own. We held much. our own. We held our own. Hey, hey, I came in sixth place. That's right. Yeah, I came there were fifth. how many How many people were shooting? We don't want to talk about that. Six. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. Uh, the, uh, yeah. Little, it, the, the threat was it was going to be cold. Today, yesterday was was cold, wet, miserable in Florida, and I'm and I'm talking 40, 45 degrees, wind blowing at forty knots. The rain, the rain, that misty rain coming in sideways. It yeah. was a miserable day here. So if we yeah. if we'd have been up north, it'd have been snowing. Yes, yeah, yeah. This was a, or you know, was a typical, it was just like a spring day in Maryland. Right, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, there, you there you go. I was gonna say a Tuesday in New Jersey, but yeah. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, same thing, same thing. Um, so it scared off a lot of shooters. It, normally, there would be yeah. something like they were they were telling us there'd be you know six different c- categories, you know, 10, 20 people each one. There'd be mm-hmm. up to a hundred people out there. Yeah. Today there were six. Yes. <laughs> so so yes. it was a good day for us to go because we figured it says the the shooting is over at two usually, uh, and and Earl and I know if we wanted to make it back to the program on time, we'd have to skate out a little bit early. Yeah. Well, we were done at. 9.45 or something <laughs> ridic- ridiculous. All, all the stages. <laughs> and and, and sign-in was 9.15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we talked them into doing a little bit more shooting. Yeah, We're yeah. like, listen, Earl and I are tied. Can we shoot again? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no go, okay, we've got first place and got second place. We need to have a shoot-off for third and fourth. And I was like, uh, yeah, what about fifth and sixth? Yeah, so they went down the line. They let us right. They let us shoot again. And I said to I said to Earl, I said, um, you know, we're done kind of early. You know, you want to grab, uh, we were, we were going to grab lunch on the way out. You want to grab breakfast and then lunch? <laughs> and he said, I don't know. And I said, well, is there a cigar bar open between here and the, in this, in the radio station? And he goes, wait sort a second. Of. He goes, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin said he was doing training out of his place today. How about we go, we go harass him. And it's on the way. Yeah. We're like done, <laughs> done. So we showed up at Kevin's house and, um, and uh, then, and then decided <laughs> to, Train to, like you fight to shoot all over again. That's right. <laughs> to shoot all so over again. They, they, my, I'm like, where are my dogs? And then I realized that Michael has bourbon, and my dogs <laughs> are crazy for bourbon. So Michael had a couple of shots, and and I was like, did you? Hold oh, on you, now. Hold on. I, I, want, I want to be perfectly clear on this. I do not consume alcohol and shoot. What I do do, what I do do, what I do is I keep a bottle of bourbon in my with my with my firearms gear. Because you never know when you're going to need to you sterilize, know, a wound. sterilize a wound. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. As soon yeah. as he opened that bag, I the dogs, three or the four dogs were right like, there. hey, <laughs> how you doing? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like, no, no, he doesn't have eggnog. Yeah. Get away from yeah. him. <laughs> Get away from him. Uh, so, yeah, they did, though. These these dogs were, were they, they. Oh, they're, I, I, they're, uh, they're alcoholics. I opened the case. It's, <laughs> it's, it's in a Pelican case. <laughs> and when I opened the Pelican case and it makes that, you know, that airtight. 
the bottle was open. It wasn't leaking, but it had been open before. And it gave out that odor. It gave out that odor, and the dog's like, hey, 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 what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Uh-huh. And I'm like, Kevin, your dogs it. want my 45. He's like, nope, that's not what they want. That's not, that's, it's, that's not that's what they not want. not what they're after. They're not after your ammo. Yep. They're after your libations. So, uh, and you really need to get them the heck away from me. <laughs> I ain't giving that up. So Earl and I shot this morning, and then Earl and Kevin and I and uh, the, the people that were training at his facility uh, shot uh, about noon. We we, mm-hmm. we shot we shot today. So Earl and I got two rounds in. Kevin got in uh, got in a good round and uh, brought out some of his toys. And um, you know we'll probably just have to save it for the beginning of next uh, next hour because we we shot some cool stuff and I want to talk about what we shot. Okay, yeah. you uh, talk me into it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you hear that, Earl? Huh. We're gonna talk about guns. I know, <laughs> I know. I'm excited. I, I can't believe it. So we we will we will talk about some more gun stuff next hour. Um, this hour I've got, let's see, um, if you remember Miss uh, um, Lauren Hartnett, she's from uh, Athena Defense and DC Project. She's from New York. She's going to come on at the bottom of the hour. I think that's three thirty. She's going to talk to about uh, firearms for women, like best firearms for women, and the uh, the misconceptions about what's the best firearm for a woman. I guess we should say that also. The one she shoots well. And that's what it should be, right? What works for them? There shouldn't be a, well, it's pink, so you should be shooting it. That kind of nonsense. No, no, no. Which which one do you want? She wants the M60. Okay. Why? Because she's better with it. Yeah, you know what my wife wants? The Ma Deuce. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol, a studios. Hey, uh, first story we want to talk to you about is our good friends, wink, wink, at the uh, the ATF, the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, which is actually... And explosives. And explosives. Yeah, it's actually, it's not ATF. It's the B-A-T-F-E. Right, and I guess... Where, where else have you seen the an, bad F. an acronym where you're like, you know what? Drop the first letter. Drop the last letter. Let's just go what's left in the middle. Yeah. Let's, let's, like the FBI. That would be known as the B. You know, let's drop the, <laughs> drop the F. Drop the, we're well, just gonna go you know, the B, their the patches say ATF. Yes. yes. They don't, not, not very often do they say B-T, B-A-T-F-E. I saw one this week. It said police, P-O-L-I-C-E dash I-C-E. And I thought, what an odd place to have a stutter. Police ice. Police. Police ice. Police ice. Stop. Police Yeah, so that's, uh, and no no offense to our friends with stutters. So that's, uh, that's I don't, really, don't want to start that. I don't need this. I don't need to stutter in emails coming in. You know, why did you call? Or, or, or why did you call us? You know, to, to <laughs> out like that. Uh, ATF. ATF. Uh, you, you know. Now, Kevin, now he's doing it. I'm guilty of it. I he's, try, he's thinking, yeah, you know no, what? They might no, be listening. I'm, let me, I'm guilty let me, of that. Let me push uh-huh. that button too hard. For those of you out there, there are, there are really, there's a couple different branches of the ATF, and, and most of them don't talk to each other, we've found over the years. Yeah. Um, you've got your technology branch, mm-hmm. which is the, uh, is it a gun? Is it not a gun? How can we change our mind on this? Um, yeah. You know, what can we do differently? What yeah, memo should wait? we enforce yeah, this yeah, time? Exactly. And, um, and most of them, 90% of them, not gun people. Yeah. So the people you want to put in charge of the what's a gun, what's not a gun, how does it operate, what's the ruling on it, not gun people. Uh, and I'm sorry, I've just you know listened for many years in the industry. 
can tell you that that's the way it is there. Uh, you'll call up and mention a part or an item, and they're like, what? They have no idea what you're talking about. Um, the Then you have the uh, you have the investigators, the uh, the civilian side, the uh, the the what would you call them? They're the uh, industry industry professionals. Uh, they take care of those the dealers. Not, the, I'd call that the enforcement. If, if, Enfor- well, that's the in, in the industry in, enforcement. That's I'm talking about dealers and uh, and gun sales, okay. non criminal party sales. The logging, okay. the the you know the right. acquisition disposition it, log, those it, kind of that administrative administrative side. Thank you. And then there's the enforcement side, the criminal, you know, I got a gun, I got a badge, you go to jail kind of stuff. Whereas the other guys are like, I got a pen, I got a computer, you lose your license. You know, it's that, that kind of thing, which can end up with you go to jail. Uh, right. but, Actually, they almost never arrest you. Which is a great thing. Because they, <laughs> they want to take two years to conduct their investigation. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So they don't arrest you. They just go, they make you confess and then tell you we'll get back to you. Yeah, exactly. And you can go, and oh, by the way, we're keeping all your guns. Yeah. And the, do you have a dog, by the way? They ask you, do you have a dog? Do you have a dog? Because if you have a dog, they're going to send the enforcement guys out. Well, the FBI SWAT team, anyway. Because they don't, the ATF doesn't like dogs. If you're following, no. if you're following along with me, that's hilarious, by the way. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> the, uh, the ATF, um, for, for many years, when there's been an ATF raid under the previous administrations, the first thing they do is shoot your dog. Uh, and in fact, when the ATF was at SHOT Show this year, they made a big announcement they were coming back to be at SHOT Show. And all the comments were, is it safe to bring my dog? <laughs> uh, you know, I got a service animal. Is it all right if I bring them? You know, you done messed up AATF. <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, Had to get that one in. That was <laughs> sent to me. Uh, so the ATF has, uh, has has come up with some new rules, some new uh, yeah. some new guidelines. Well, they're, they're trying. They're they're, right. they're trying to implement some changes to the formatting of the forty four seventy three. Uh, over the past year, <laughs> they went uh, they went through the whole uh, rigmarole with the. Uh, Male, female versus oh yeah, that one not male, female, non-binary, whatever it happens to be. Uh, And the ATF finally came up with this. They said, um, uh, "Just do whatever your state says." That was their decision. (laughs) Do whatever. (laughs) If your state recognizes it, put it on the form. If they don't, just put male or female. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, but they but they do a lot of stuff with that. You know, they they have their guidelines. But the ATF says, "Well, what's your state say?" You know, we're not. You know, mm-hmm. you see, very, very rare. You see, ATF coming down and going, uh, "Well, this is completely shot." You know, I know your state says it's okay. No, if the state says it's okay, then they pretty much ignore so it. So, if my yeah. state recognizes me as a helicopter dad, Apache Longbow version, yes, I can be full auto all the time. You can, you can. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. I don't need to fill out a forty four seventy three. I can just. Form one everything. Sure, that's right. That's and right. I can because it is me. For those I not familiar it. with the voices, that was Kevin. By the way, it was Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that. Uh, the um, chicken. <laughs> no, are you kidding? Because when I do it, he's going to be there with me anyway. So, <laughs> uh, and uh, the, so the ATF issued new rules that will alter the format to the forty four seventy three. That's the standard background check form you yes. have to you have to fill out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says it's a. Uh, it, but it makes it easier to create a national gun registry. Uh, here's, what, here's what the author knows. ATF agents have used annual inspections to electronically record the contents of Form 4473s being kept by federal gun dealers. Here's, what, here's how you, you need to understand this. Uh, you walk into a gun store, you say, uh, I, or a gun store pawn shop, uh, you're sporting goods store, anybody has a federal firearms license. Yes, and FFL. You as, you as the public 
want to buy a firearm, you fill out the background check form. When you fill out the background check form. It's an application form, to purchase a firearm. Thank you. That's what it's called. Yes. When you fill out that form. Yes. The only thing that gets called in, and now most, most states, you go direct to NICS, to the FBI to NICS to get the background check. There are some states that have elected to do, be the, uh, the intermediary because they want to make the money is basically yeah, is what it is. A, yeah, they yeah. want a fee. Uh, you know, Florida being one of them where it goes to the Florida Department of Law Enforcement rather than to NICS. Now, they're running the same computers and doing all of that, but they get a they get an extra five-buck fee or something out of it like that, and they, they make some money that way. And We refer to that as an Angelo. An Angelo, yeah, Angelo, <laughs> Angelo. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a Italian guy gets his, gets his taste, is what yeah, you're saying. You get your Angelo. Yeah. And when, the, when you send forward that information, here's what the dealer sends forward. The dealer sends forward, or, or what information do they send forward? Name. Name. Uh, sex. Yep. You know, John Smith, male. Yep. Date of birth. Date yep. of birth. It's and ID number. Time. Correct. Do they ever ask you for? You have a secondary ID number. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, driver's yeah, yeah. license if, number, if, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. your no, name's John it's, Smith. It's, you may have a. Well, right. If it's John Smith, the, the I've only because I've only dealt with uh, the the uh, U pins. A unique personal identification number. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that was similar to a, a like a secondary social security card. Right. Or a number, and the two people that I dealt with them with uh, had been a victim of a of like credit identity card yeah. credit card yeah. identity theft. So they need a secondary number so they yes. can get it done. It's either a very similar name, close date of birth, yes. or a stolen identity that mm-hmm. you get that second ID number that they'll give you uh, re- reluctantly. By the way, that they'll give it to you um, when you when you get a background check done. They really are just checking you. The only thing they want to know about the gun is long gun, handgun, other. Yeah, that's all they want to know. You know, and others are. Uh, um, Short barrel shotguns, suppressors, receivers, frames, class three items. So other and, and covers now they a big have category. Firearm. Yeah, firearm. Yeah. Now, they, now that's just firearm, which is mostly smooth bores. They don't put that information when they give it to get your background check done. So that information, all they know is that, you know, uh, you know, Kevin Maxwell purchased a firearm, uh, and that's it. They don't know anything beyond long gun, handgun, that kind of thing. So that's under law supposed to be disposed of within forty eight hours in most states because there's no data database, no registry. Right. Well, over the past, you know, five, 10 years, a lot of dealers have gone to electronic record keeping. Yeah. I mean, the bound book is now right. a database. Yeah. Computer programming. So it, it's easier to maintain you know, for the most part. I mean, there's, there's, there's something to be said for, for pen and ink. And then there's something to be said for, for databases. Um, well, what ATF is now doing is saying, well, we'd like to do uh, our, our audit, you know, every three or four years we do our audit. Um, we're just going to take a copy of the of the digital database. Well, guess what's in the digital database? Not just the name of the person who purchased the firearm. It's the entire acquisition and disposition mm-hmm. log, which means the ATF is taking possession of, if you did 10 transactions a year, it's 10. If you did 10,000, it's 10,000. They are taking possession of names, gun, manufacturer, serial number of everything you've purchased. Yep. Now, while making a copy of 4473, might do the same thing because the serial number of the firearm right. isn't in the same spot as the individual who purchased it on that form. It makes the record keeping of that process far more difficult. Correct. The ATF's change is going to put the name, all the identifying characteristics, yeah. and the serial number of the firearm yeah. on the same page. They normally would only take that information for... Uh, investigative purposes, a skip trace, that kind of thing. Something, a a trace on a firearm found at a crime scene. A friend of mine had an audit done uh, this week. They came in, took a digital copy of every transaction he had for the last three years. Mm. Took it all. They've got it. They've got it. 
This is how you start a registration. This is how you start confiscation. The government wouldn't do that. No, never would. Never would. No. Hey, we get back after the break. We have uh, Miss Lauren Hartnett from uh, Athena Defense and the DC Project. So stick around. Me, I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit, no problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. 
This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. You know, I, I, this is one of them shows today. This is just going to, we're flowing. We're just, we're just rolling right through. This is, this has got fluidity to it. This has got motion. It's going to be a great show. This Listen to him. Yeah. Fancy words. Fluidity. 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 Uh, What's the viscosity right? of that fluidity? Oh, no 10W40. Yeah, no it's 10W40. That is yeah. not a viscosity. That's 10W40. I'm pretty sure what it is. The, uh, the, hey, uh, on the line with this, we have, uh, we have a friend of the program, uh, Miss uh, Lauren Hartnett. She is with Athena Defense uh, out of uh, New York City and uh, one of and New, York rep, New York's representative for the DC Project. Uh, Lauren, welcome back to the program. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Um, how, how are you doing? Everything going all right for you up there in New York? What's, uh, what's the weather like up there today? Um, the weather is actually not bad today. It's like in the mid 40s, I think, or high 40s. I haven't left my house in like two and a half weeks. And I'm kind of going completely stir crazy. I just had surgery, so I've been on house arrest and just trying to recuperate and get better, and it's been driving me crazy. That's right. You got the old uh, bionic shoulder put in there for shooting, didn't you? I did. I did. You know, it can just never be good enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Um, the, uh, you know what? I got a question for you. This is where we haven't even talked about this. Have you, have you ever had a shamrock shake before from McDonald's? No, Wait, I just maybe I think yes, yes. Okay, like a really long time ago, but yeah, I'm Irish. I had to. Well, I just had one yesterday <laughs> for the first time ever, and I've never had one before, and it was it was amazing. I, I don't know, I don't know how it slipped through. I, I you know, I, I mean, look, I'm not a big fast food guy. I'm not a big minty guy, so I guess it just didn't it didn't cross my radar. And had one yesterday, taking the kids out there for uh, an event after school, and was like, we're they only have this. I, I got mad immediately. Like they only have this three months a year. That's horrible. So now yeah. I have to, I got to go stock up a freezer on Shamrock Shake. So yeah, yeah, a friend of mine has a freezer full of McRib. So I said, him and I, we, we're tight. We're buddies like that. Yeah. We're the same. We're the same. Oh, um, sounds like an obsessive compulsive disorder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, me. No, no, definitely not OCD. Or as I like to call it, CDO, yeah. because it's in alphabetical order. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Lauren, a recent story came out uh, about uh, firearms, for women, and um, basically, I took a quick glance through it, and it was what old fat white guys thought the best guns for women were. Uh, and, and I know you had the opportunity to see the story, so I wanted to get your opinion on the story, and then perhaps actually talk from a, a woman that does training uh, about what what you think some of the best firearms for women are. So um, this article was posted by Carrie Lightfoot, who is the founder of The Well-Armed Woman. And, uh, you know, I looked through the guns, and the first one on there is a Smith & Wesson. And, and my my favorite and my old, my first go-to is my first pistol is my M&P. And I love my M&P. Um, but what's funny is when I saw this article, it came out about two days after I saw something on TV. And, you know, we had this conversation the other day, like everything that we see on TV is obviously real. Hollywood is real. The Internet is real. Like That's all. You know, you have to take everything that in stock because it's all it's all correct. Um, But this woman ended up deciding she wanted a firearm for self-defense and she goes into a gun shop. And it was the same line that I've heard women tell me in real life what they've experienced going into a gun shop by themselves without the knowledge or the education of what they were actually searching for. And it was, oh, well, 
you know, women prefer this Derringer-type revolver because they're small and they don't have a lot of kick and, you know, they're real easy to handle and they're real easy to use. And it started infuriating me, and I think that that's kind of what drove the women teaching in general and women wanting to learn more and know more because they were finding out that that was just wrong and not the case. Like just because something smaller doesn't make it easier to handle or better for us. Um, our hand sizes are different the same way that a guy's hand sizes are different. And it, everything takes into account of the person who's shooting it. I personally don't, I don't feel comfortable with revolvers as much as I do with semi-auto, so I'm not going to go with one because I'm much more comfortable with a semi-auto. Um, but going through this list, I mean, anyone, most women that I know have carried or do carry one of the firearms on this list, which is actually pretty cool because there's not one revolver on it. <laughs> no, no offense to revolvers. Like, if that's yeah. your thing, then I fully support you on it. It's just not mine. So, um, I, but... I think the most important thing to get out of this is that women are knowledgeable and they're going into these gun shops and they're doing the research beforehand. So they're looking these things up online and saying, all right, so what are other women using? What are other women shooting? What are they carrying? And now they're going into the store with that precedence that, okay, I have an idea of what I want already. So that's what I'm going to tell. Like, I research shoes before I go buy them. But right. I, I, it's yeah. <laughs> like the weirdest thing. But when I go into the store, I know what I want. I know what size I want. I want to try them on, and right. I want to see how they feel. Um, it's the same thing with a gun. It's, yeah. I, I, do, I have done the exact same thing. I'll go to a range and shoot them before and try them out. Or if I have a friend that has one, um, I'll, I'll try them out before I go buy. And that's how you're going to learn not by listening to the the guy behind the, the as you put it the old fat white guy behind the counter. It, it, hey, I resemble that <laughs> remark. It's 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 funny you make the uh, you make the shoe comparison because you know we would tell people all the time. Listen, they, the women would ask, even guys would ask, what what kind of gun, what kind of gun, what kind of gun, and I, we we would say, you know what, go go, go try it on. Mm-hmm. Go put it in your hand and feel it. Because no matter what the reviews say, no matter how awesome it is, no matter what the tight grouping is on it, if it doesn't feel comfortable in your hand. You know you, you, why are you holding it? Why are you carrying? It? It's the same thing with shoes. It could be the best shoes in the world if they if they make your feet hurt. You're not wearing them. And what's funny is when Di, uh, when Di Muller testified at the House Judiciary about the assault weapons ban, she compared her AR to her heels, and the, <laughs> you know, like the antis were so up in arms about it because they were like, "How can this woman be comparing shoes to firearms? Like this is ridiculous." And she said, "You don't run a marathon in heels." And yep. you don't go, you don't wear sneakers to a, a fancy formal event. Uh, that's just what you, you wear the, the shoe for the occasion and you have your firearm for the occasion. When you shoot three gun, you have an AR. When you do, you know, um, defense pistol, you use a pistol. So it's funny that I guess shoes, two of my favorite things, because I, <laughs> I own about 120 pairs of shoes. Right. Yeah. So, I always carry a Walther <laughs> PPK when I wear a tuxedo. <laughs> yeah, he does. Just yeah, a thing. I, you have to you you dress for the occasion you yes. arm for the occasion you train for the occasion you're not going to train with something that you're not going to use and you're not going to get something that you're not comfortable with right. it's the it's the same thing for everything that you use in your everyday life and guns aren't any different what what so uh I, but, but going beyond the smith and wesson m&p uh, and again we i know that it has to fit it has to feel right it has to meet the occasion what are some guns out there you would recommend um so when we were at shot, I, I was looking at the Hellcat. My husband had called me and he's like, oh, can you check this gun out for me? I, you know, I saw that Springfield just released it. So I went to go check it out um, and I loved it. 
So that's probably going to be my my next gun. Um, but it, the guns that I'm, I'm like re-scrolling through the list, but a lot of these guns, they're all phenomenal. I mean, right. there's two Smith & Wessons on there, the Shield. I've heard nothing but good things about the Shield, yeah. the Glocks. Um, I mean, everybody has a Glock. I don't, but everybody has a Glock. <laughs> so the, the most important thing is that you are comfortable carrying it. You're comfortable shooting it. And um, I, like, I'm more partial towards towards my the M&P and even the Shield and the Bodyguard. Even I, I've heard a couple of good things about from people. So it's really what suits you best. The, no two people are the same. No two people are going to like everything the same. So, I mean, my advice for anybody, and not even just for women, for guys, too, that are just getting into it, um, research it, try try things out, and see what you like. Where, see what's comfortable. Where would you go with caliber to start? Um, I, I, I felt comfortable with a 9. There you go. And I think, that, yeah. I, I think that for adults um, that are just getting into shooting, if you start with a 22, it's not going to give you the complete feel, I, I, right. I don't think. Or if you start with anything smaller than a 90, you went to a 380. It's not going to – you want to start with something that's going to be comfortable, um, but that that's going to give you the feel of what the firearm can do, but it's also not going to make you feel like, all right, I can never do this again. It, it's exactly. kind of that happy medium that I've found when I'm training new shooters. Yeah, exactly right. Listen, it's, it's, it's inexpensive to shoot, and it's got m- the minimum stopping power you need. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, Lauren, tell us how people can get a hold of you and Athena Defense and DC Project. Uh, so you can go to athenadefensetraining.com. You can find me on Facebook at Lauren Hartnett. And, of course, the DC Project at dcproject.info. And we're looking for women in every state that want to get involved because we're taking it to the state level. So if you know somebody, then shoot them to dcproject.info. Lauren, thank you for joining us. Uh, a speedy recovery to you on your shoulder also. Thanks, Mike. Take care. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol. Not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? 
We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the cert pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the cert pistols have a warranty? All of our cert training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. I want to thank a uh, guest last segment, Miss um, Lauren Hartnett from AthenaDefenseTraining.com. AthenaDefenseTraining.com. And like she said at the end, we, I know we had to get it short. Uh, the DC project you know, started out as one woman per state going to the Capitol, the U.S. Capitol, in mass, you know, the, all, all the 50 of them, uh, politicking, lobbying on behalf of gun rights as a, you know, from the women's uh, stand, uh, you know, point of view, their, their standpoint. Um, now they've, they're pushing that down on the state level. They want to do it on the state level. So if you're in your state and you weren't that, you weren't that one and you want to get involved in it, DC Project. Go, go look up DC Project. And I don't know if it's .com or .org. I don't recall. So, so go just look up DC Project and you'll be able to see it. Um, you know, we had a, you know, we had a, you know, a topic uh, set for this segment, but you, you know what? It didn't fit. It didn't fit. Uh, uh, Lauren just talked to us about firearms and about different firearms needed for, uh, or, or firearms available for women or even for men. Uh, and then I, I said uh, probably different guns the, for different circumstances. Correct. And I said yeah. probably for next uh, next hour we'd start off with talking about the the firearms we we had the opportunity to shoot today. Well, you know what? Change up. We're gonna do it this segment. We're gonna talk guns this segment. We're gonna do it. Ready? This Exercise. Exercise. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Knew the, that was coming. Or and Tom jumped up and started to do calisthenics. <laughs> Spooked him. Spooked him. Yes. Yeah, he was in the zone there for a second. <laughs> let's let's start with what we'll start with what we shot today. Uh, then we'll get into what others shot around us, uh, and, and we'll, we'll wrap it up. We'll, we'll, we'll make it. We'll give you a good good segment here, Earl. We did a story a couple weeks back about uh, using a Glock ten millimeter firearm mm-hmm. and shooting forty cal through it. Yes, you did it today. It works well. It did work well. Now <laughs> uh, the end user aspect of it yeah, may have sucked today, but. Oh, listen, no, no, the pistol no. Did I mean, its job. Yeah, yeah. I, look, look, you still making it, <laughs> it, it, Earl worries about, you know, that's that's not a three three inch circle. No, it's an eight inch circle. <laughs> it's an eight inch circle. Yeah. He's still going, I'll quit it. Okay. <laughs> and and it was like butter. Yep. You let me oh, run yes. it once and it was that was ridiculous. Hey, Earl, I, you you had the a Glock forty, which is the which is yes, the, the ten, 10 millimeter, millimeter long slide. Yes, yes. The model and, I wish they picked a oh, different number yeah, yeah, for it. Yeah, because it's, it's well actually it they ought to just call it the Glock the, patent number forty. 40 you gotta put a plus sign. Yeah. Forty, <laughs> 40 plus. plus. Yeah, yeah. You know, just forty plus. Forty and, magnum. Yeah, there you go. Forty, 40 magnum. magnum. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so you shot 40 that, Grizzly, <laughs> uh, which is a 10 millimeter gun. Yes, with the 40 in it. And yes. I saw it. You had the 10 millimeter mag, 10 millimeter gun. Was no barrel change, no nothing else. Nope. You were just dropping the 40 yep. or the 10 short into it. Yep. And and going. We said it would work, and, and it, it does. does. It does. And it is a smooth running platform with that 40 in it. It really is. It's got that's got double recoil springs. Yes. That's At least double gen, if not possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gen four if not possibly uh three. It, right, it's right. uh well, you know, ten it's a little snappy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a little yeah. snappy. Kill bears. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kill bears and the bears behind yeah. the bears. Stop yeah. bears, stop bears, stop bears, stop bears. Um so so you yeah, that was your gun today at the uh, at the bowling pin competition we're at. Yes. And it uh it ran, the bowling it pins ran, are all safe, it I think. It ran rather well. It ran rather well. <laughs> Quite a few of them were. So. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh they got this one crazy rule, by the way. That I didn't realize. <laughs> um, that when you when you hit the bowling pins, they have to go off the table, not just knock them over. I was knocking. What is over. this? The county fair? You I have know. to knock yeah. them off the table. I holstered my gun and went, "Yeah, I won." And then I heard them yell, "Red right lane!" And I'm like, "No, but I'm in the left lane." There was one lane on the table. They're yep. like, "We well, got to shoot the yep. one off the table." I'm like, "What? What is that nonsense? Uh-huh. Can somebody put this up? Make this a rule?" Yeah, see, I would win that match because I would shoot the legs of the table. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> well. They were all yeah. metal tables. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Uh, yeah, do what you they didn't do. say what I was going to use. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> do what you got to do. Hey, yeah, always one-ups me. It's like, I never understood in the Westerns whether to shoot the horse. It's a lot easier target to hit. It's a lot yeah. bigger. Shoot the horse. Well, because they got the old uh, PETA people standing there. That's you know, right. Yeah. 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 That's uh, I didn't shoot anything near as fancy as Earl did or as uh, is, 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 is uh Related state to the, the show, state of the art, you know, with you know, because <laughs> could, we talked could, about the topic. Couldn't tie it into an article. Couldn't, we couldn't covered. tie it in. I shoot an old uh, Glock uh, Gen Two uh, Glock Seventeen Nine Mil. I just, you know what? I, it's got no grooves on it uh, on the fingers. It's just solid because my hands are bigger than the grooves. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it's his beater just, gun. It is a beat. It's literally a beater gun. It's. Uh, I, I think it uh, it lasts saw. Uh, uh, you know, routine. It's you know, it gets routine maintenance, but like the whole, oh, I must oil it before I go to the range. Nope, just put it in the box, just blow on it, get yeah. the dust out of it. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. it. exactly right. It's lubed. Uh, hey, never underestimate the value of of chicken a la king as a as a gun lubricant. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. Vomit. Uh, yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, so that's that's all I did. I shot that, and um, and we shot those at the competition today. Then we went to Kevin's facility, and uh, you were you were shooting a couple of nice things there. Well, I. The girlfriend that I've now got, I was I gave her a 2022. Okay, and and she's been running a 250 frame Sig Mosquito, right? Trying to get in the hang of a sight picture, so she ran the 2022 today, and she resets everything every time. She set, resets her grip, stance, you know. It, so she's still getting used to it. She did all right, but yeah, she, uh, she'll do one shot, and it'll go ping, or or it won't go ping, and but then for she, for those that are not familiar with reset, stops. Re- rechecks her hands. Yes, right. Re- does her stance again. Yeah. Um, but she's she's got it all. She's just it's she's new. And and it's it's got a yeah. putting it all together kind of thing. Right. Right. Um, I, I ran my um, Sig three six five SAS today. Well, uh, and I really like that platform. But everybody's talking to me about you should get a Hellcat with an optic on it. Hellcat with an optic on it. So I may have to get a Hellcat with an optic, optic on, it. on it just to see just to see what it's like. yeah. and then uh i went and got the scorpion and it's got the shoulder brace on it and uh i, I ran that to make sure it was running right and uh handed it to her big and, uh, mistake big man mistake. she smoked the steel yeah, yeah. and it's like yep yeah. she got that that shoulder mounted platform yeah, thing worked she's out there and she's yeah. got that worked out so uh i just have to figure out a way to to transition that over to a 
a two-handed grip handgun. Mm-hmm. Although I went out and folded the the brace up and yes. shot the scorpion as a pistol. Yes, rather and, than braced on your arm with yeah. the with the stock and, on. And it it was it was still, yeah. It's the I've got that thing set up just about perfectly. If if you can see it, it's going to get a nine millimeter hole in it. Right. It's it's uh, that that thing runs pretty good. Really does run pretty good. I'm I'm quite pleased with how that performed. And then, you know, I saw, you know, some of the guys that were with us had a couple other, were in an old AK. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I remember why the, those are so stupid loud. <laughs> they are so stupid loud. They it's are. just crazy yep. loud. Yep. Uh, made my ears hurt. I, uh, you, one of your instructors out there was running a, a SIG 365. Is that what it is? I'm not a SIG no. guy. No, that's, that's my 365. You're He's running, he was running a SIG 320. 320. Okay. 320 in black. He was running a, three, a, a SIG 320. Now, I own one SIG. It's a SIG P220 and 45 caliber, because, you know, God's caliber. That's why I have it. Um, and I think I gave so, you a bunch of mags for that. Yeah, yes, you did. And this one says uh, made in West Germany on it. That's how old it is. Um, so, and that's the kind of, that I have it just because I'm a 45 collector and, and that's what I have. Uh, but he's sitting there with the SIG and, and I was given all the whole, He's like, this SIG's great. I'm like, I know. Sometimes it even hits the target without you pulling the trigger. You know, <laughs> I'm giving all the all the all the SIG jokes. You know, uh-huh. about, about they fire by themselves and yeah. His, uh, uh, his brother's got a two two six, and the most the securest place in the world to be is standing holding the target up yeah. when his brother shoots <laughs> at it because I'm just like, and he's a in a marine. He's a yeah. wicked shot with yeah. a rifle. Yeah, but just another never had the handgun. Never had before. it. It's just they 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 never gave us one. <laughs> well, we, we we got into the uh, the conversation of shooting offhand, shooting your weak hand side, and 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 that's something Earl and I practice. I know Kevin does. We shoot mm-hmm. left hand, right hand, and this the instructor guy that was that was out there had the sig, and he was talking the sig, and then and then somebody brought up left handed, and then I said, oh, opportunity. Yeah, I said, hey, you know what? I'll shoot left-handed. Can you with know what? your gun? Let me try your gun. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> clink, 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 clink. He's like. Yeah, it's not the gun. He's <laughs> like, shut up, give me my gun back. Yeah, I love <laughs> to do that to people. I'll they'll be shooting one of my rifles and go, yeah, I don't think it's it's sighted right, and I'll take it left-handed and just drill it and go, nope, I don't think it's the gun. It's, uh, rifle's I think, good. I think this is you. <laughs> Why can't I do that? Well, you know, when you pull the trigger and then you make your finger go ninety degrees yeah. to the platform of the yeah. gun, yeah. how are you making your? Don't do that. Don't do that. See the we, thing you're doing? Don't do that. Like yeah. Earl was out there calling on the range today. <laughs> we, were, we were we were coaching people, and Earl's coaching was, "You suck, you suck, yeah. you suck." And then yeah. when they hit the Cling. target, there you go. You're doing it right. <laughs> front sight. That was front Earl's sight. coaching. Front yeah. sight. Front sight. Squeeze. Clink. Say wow. all right. Now do that twice, real fast. Too funny. Uh, well, hey folks, listen. Thanks for joining us this this hour. We've got uh, we got more show coming back for you here uh, uh, after the break. Until we see you. Oh wait, you know, first off, uh, thanks to Miss Lauren Hartnett. DinaDefenseTraining.com. Go check her out there. Uh, thanks for joining us first hour. Until second hour, please exercise your second member rights responsibly. You aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. 
Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studio. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, pointing this uh, hopefully in the right direction here for the remainder of the program. But oh, I, uh, boy. Hopefully. Hopefully. I said hopefully. I put the disclaimer in there. <laughs> um, I'm not the only guy in the room. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my uh, my fellow compatriots that helped me uh, bring you all things gun, all the gun time. On my right is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin. Man, that six-minute break is getting quicker and quicker. Just like that. Gone. <laughs> gone. You know what? You're like, oh, you know what? Let me answer a text here real quick. Uh-huh. And then the music's playing in my earphones. You know, it's just, uh-huh. just, uh-huh. just, Already? just that fast. Already? Just that fast. Uh, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort attorney, Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Besides the uh, the shortness of it, uh, everybody's break all right? Everybody's okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything good? All right, good to go. I had to see a man about a cat. Did you? Did you get to, did you have some bad food for lunch? No. No? Just, okay. No. All right. I th- oh, Hydrated I, in the morning. Oh, okay. 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 I thought you were doing your, uh, listen, Kevin has this thing he does when he, when he, when he eats bad food. He eats food that he does not like and it tastes bad and he goes looking for a cat. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's, uh, I actually learned that from an Air Force major uh, bootstrapper who started out as an airman. Okay. Uh, we were in the building where we both used to work. Uh, we were both in the procurement acquisition business, and somebody that was at the front desk had brought in noni juice. Oh, and uh, Tahitian noni and, juice, and they, yeah. they poured everybody in. There's probably 30 of us in the lobby, and she poured all these little tiny, like, little 
cups, little sampler cups, and we're we we're all tasting it. And I I took my drink, and he took his, and and I went, well, all right, I'm gonna go see if I can find a cat. And everybody's, <laughs> what do you need a cat for? And he stepped up, and he goes, he's gonna go lick its ass and see if he can get that taste out of his mouth. <laughs> yep, yeah. yeah. That's, 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 and I said, and that, that, that Roger that, sir. Roger that. <laughs> Thank uh-huh. you. Uh huh. Yeah. Just like that. There you go. There you go. And. Uh, then the cats were just swarming the building after that. They just couldn't get rid of them. Couldn't get rid of no, them. No, actually. What are the cats here for? Actually, Kevin? cats took <laughs> off because they were like, I don't want that on me either. <laughs> yeah. I don't, it's, 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 get that off of me. No. Get hey, that you, off of me. you pour that on a cat, Yeah, it will it won't give itself a bath. It'll, it'll just go. It's yeah. like, yeah. no, nah, yeah. I'm just going to wait for the ants to kill me. I'm not taking them. Mm, <laughs> done. I'm, I'm do done. It. That stuff will, uh, it's like, you know what? I, I described it as, as, a, as a prune juice and brake fluid. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. that's kind of what it tastes like. That'll work. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. And antifreeze. Antifreeze is good. It tastes it's sweet. Well, it tastes good the I used first it, time. I've used it to yeah. season meat. But uh, when we were roasting it, right. you know. And, hey, you guys didn't say anything about the picture. Why? The picture. We didn't the, the, because we don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you do. What picture? I sent you guys the thing on the messenger. The thing yeah, on the messenger? Yeah, with the picture. I got this picture. Somebody made a meme of, of a picture of me from like back in the day. And uh, and I I got the picture and it says uh, it says Grandpa. I did not see that. You, you've you not seen that. You didn't get this either. No. Oh, I'll I'll send it to you again. Send it to we'll post stuff so on the Facebook I, so we I get, can share. It I get with the thing and, and I'm like, where did you get that? <laughs> I remember when that picture was taken. Right, right. And so they're like, no, that's not really you. I get home that yeah. night. I change clothes because I was wearing a suit. Yeah. I dig out all the box of all my old stuff. Right. And I played a video. I made a video of. Me pulling that photograph yeah, yeah. out of a box and went, there it is right there. G- Gruntpaw. Gruntpaw. This is Gruntpaw. Yeah. Gruntpaw. An old man in a profession where men usually die young, B-O-T-B. Yeah. yeah that's it. Yep. Does it bring, wait, bring your own bottle? What? Huh? B-Y-O-B? No, B-O-T-B. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Beware of the... Boogaloo. Boogaloo. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I know I hadn't seen that. Um, I don't know if it was when, uh, Earl and I were, our range that we were at this morning was very remote. So I don't know if maybe we just didn't get signal out there this morning or whatever it was. Um, but, uh, I do, um, I'm going with the combination of Kevin and technology. Anyway, I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt over there. You know? That's For a, those of you who can't see this, I'm giving Earl the stink eye. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, uh, but when I actually, do it, it looks oh, more like I've had a stroke. Uh-huh. Two stories. Uh-huh. I need to write them down because I'm going to forget one. Hold on. Here we go. Um, the uh, oh, I already forgot one. Uh, we had uh, we had a birthday party for one of us here this past week. Squirrel, uh, um, congratulations! Uh, and um, somebody said something about uh, well, we're here celebrating Earl's birthday, and uh, Kevin made a face like, "What? No gift for me?" And I'm like, Kevin, we celebrate every day that you're alive. Just we really do. We just that is a bald face, curious <laughs> lie. Did not happen. But I gave him a great present, you know, and I know how you are about giving presents to other men for I, any reason I didn't at give all. A present. The person but I was with gave him a present. I, uh-huh. I gave him, I gave him a, a box of ammunition yeah. in the, in the ten mil short variety. <laughs> remarked the box. Yeah, and everything. Re- remarked. Yeah, pretty, yep. pretty good. And that that's actually that was good ammo though. That was oh yes, range yes. stuff either. That, that was that's that was uh it wasn't anti bear, but it was anti pretty much everything yeah. else. Yes. Yeah. So uh, second yeah. story was the. The meme, the picture that came up, and again, yeah. we'll get that posted up for you here momentarily. Um, about every six months or a year, somebody will send me uh, or, or you know just link me to one of those Dalai Lama pictures. 
the Dalai Lama, mm-hmm. where uh, you know uh, where he's, he's looking at you and pointing to his eyes, and he says, "Listen, it's only if you uh, you know deliver you know one to the head and two to the chest that you can experience everlasting peace from the Dalai Lama, something like that." All of those Dalai Lama ones. I made like 90% of those. <laughs> those. Those are me. All of those ones that have gone around the world and keep coming back and people are like, no, it's not true. And I've got those all saved in my phone showing the iterations from from when they were blank pictures to when I started editing them and putting the words on there. I made those Dalai Lama pictures. <laughs> so, you know, it's only if you put two into, it's only if you put two into the chest that you're victim. I just enlightenment. You know, I tried to tie them to, you know, uh, um, Dalai Lamaism. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know how to pie the corner. You know, enlightening Dalai Lama. It involved you know shooting somebody, but those are those were me. Those were me. Those Dalai Lama things were me. I like the old school techniques. I like the old school techniques. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. Not, first you put the powder in. Not then that you old, put the ball. Not that old, not <laughs> that old school. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, first, first you got to tear the car, the cartridge <laughs> no, open with your teeth. That's right. No, yeah. then pour that powder. Yeah. That, no, even no, pour that. That's even newer school than <laughs> no. what he's talking about. Oh, so okay. you're not going back as far as sharpen the edge of the stick. Back as far as sharpen the edge of the stick. The Brontosaurus or whatever it was. At the edge of the flint. No, did you guys, where did you guys like, you drive, where did you guys, you drive the Brontosauruses, drive the Brontosaurus, no matter what. That's true. Hey, that's hey, true. work smarter, not hey, that's hey, true. work smarter, not yeah, harder. That's true, you get the tenderized <laughs> burger that way. You don't have to tenderize the meat. It comes. You send the new guys down there and go, catch them. Yeah. Catch them. Yeah. Catch them. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, all this thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Stick around, Cell Phone Morph Studio. Stick around, we got Morph Show for you. Stick around, we got Morph Show for you after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, before we jump into our next story, I want to, it's stats time. We're going to give you some, some statistics of where Arms Room Radio is being, uh, being listened to and uh, you're enjoying us and you're downloading us. And Earl's pointing at me. Go ahead. Yes, Earl. Yes. I saw something that yeah, it's funny, you know, as tight-knit as we are, I got to read our own media information to know, to find out that we are now available on Stitcher. Stitcher is one. You can find yep. our, our podcast. Yep. If, you, if, you're, if you're not listening to us live right now. 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 You can I'm listen right now, to right now. us later. Right now. right now. Yeah, right now. So it'd be yesterday, no, but but you won't tomorrow. Until tomorrow, you'll hear it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Stitcher and Spotify. Oh, now on Spotify also. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, in fact, that was from our event when we did uh, Danell and we went up there. The three of us went up to do the uh, the the rally for Second Amendment at with Florida Carry. Uh huh. Somebody came over and asked me, "Are you on Stitcher?" And I was like, "What's that? Whoa, yeah, <laughs> What's what that?" that? Uh, and then yeah, uh, I was within earshot. Yeah. Like, yeah, you didn't even know what that is. <laughs> and then uh, then somebody else asked me about uh, about Spotify, and I was like, uh, "No idea." Yeah. So this week I uh, 
I got on. Uh, I got online and uh, took me about three hours to figure out what an RSS feed was. Didn't, uh-huh. No clue what that was. Yeah. Uh, and uh, finally, you know, asked my fourteen-year-old daughter, and she told me. And so I was, <laughs> was able to get get that to get that happening. And uh, and now we're on. Uh, we're on. We're on there as well. So uh, as, well, as well as I do, I do not stitch you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Stitcher. <laughs> I'm not Stitcher. I'm a weapon of mass destruction. It's a, he's, he's just, this guy, he's a oh, Stitcher. That's be. good. That's good. Uh, top countries. Here we go. Okay. Top countries. Number one. America. USA. USA. USA, baby. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Oh, wait, wait. Don't say it like that. Oh, we're. we're it's a gun uh, show. We're, it's, okay. Sounds. Gotcha. Sounds. Gotcha. Unnecessarily, uh, you're really overachieving yourself and our listening statistical numbers. USA, you're killing it. Uh, Number two is the the United Kingdom uh, and all of its properties and islands. I guess because why wouldn't you just say Great Britain? It's because because it's only mediocre now. Yeah, true, true. Uh, Number three, our friends in the Great White North, uh, welcome uh, Canada. Okay, yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, Germany, Germany doesn't say which one, just says Germany. You know, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's just <laughs> the, enemy, Germany, the enemy listening, the enemy listening to us. Yeah, there you go. You know, because is it Merkel? Is it is it Chancellor Merkel? Oh, I'm sorry, she's not Chancellor, is she? That's a bit. That's I don't know. She's. I forget what her title is. Fiora. Uh, yeah. No. No. Ooh. Nine. 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 Ooh. What do they call her? I don't know what they call her. Uh-huh. So. Uh, chief Chief Instigator is what we got going on there. Um, Costa Rica. Costa Rica is number five. Number six, uh, Spain. Spain, España. Cool. España. Uh, seven is Sweden. Es Sweden. No, no, no. Sweden? <laughs> it's, the it's the Sweden. <laughs> uh, eight is... But a, you're wearing later hose. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I got it. Um, the, uh, uh, trading places. <laughs> that, that's where that <laughs> reference came from. Trading yes. places. Um, uh, Egypt. Number eight, Egypt. Okay. Number nine, the Denmark. The Denmark. Denmark. And we're, and we're, you listen, up, up there in the whole, uh, in the Norwegian area, we're great. We're, listen, we got the- I think uh, you're uh, thinking of Scandinavia. We got, yes, there you go. <laughs> I like the Norwegian area better. <laughs> we got what the, do you think the symbology of that is? <laughs> Symbiology. We got Sweden, Denmark, Netherlands. Yeah, we're killing it up there. Yeah, I think so. the word you're looking for is <laughs> symbolism. <laughs> symbolism. Oh, symbolism. There we go, there we go. You want some cities? You want some cities while we're here? Yeah, I can stand some cities. Let's hear some nameology of some cities. <laughs> um, by the way, do any of you know anybody in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia? Uh, nope. Family, no. extended relatives. Fredericksburg, Earl, Maryland. I'm looking yeah. at you because being a Boone relative, <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> well, just because well, you don't know them, don't mean they yeah, can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't. Doesn't mean they're not there. I mean, I may not know of them. It, any, evidently, anybody that's ever lived in Fredericksburg's Virginia is listening to us on the internet. Oh, so nice. thank you, Fredericksburg, Virginia. And then right down the street, <laughs> slow Ashburn, day on Saturday. Virginia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Marion, did Indiana. you just say Asperger's, Virginia? Ashburn. Oh, Ashburn, Virginia. <laughs> so really, really, really able to focus. Those guys are. Huh? Uh, what? 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 Marion, Indiana, Westminster, California, Mountain View, California. We, 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 California, you know we love you. Houston, Texas. Uh, London, Los Angeles jumped up there. Chicago, San Antonio. So we're hitting all the big places. I'm trying to find a. Is that London, nice, Texas? Uh, no, no, no. That's uh, that be London, Paris, Texas, London, UK, uh, oh. or Naples, Florida, or Rome, New York. All of those places. Yeah. So that's uh, thank you, thank you, statistics. Athens, Georgia. Athens, Georgia. There you go. Very good. Tiny happy people live there in Athens, Georgia. They do. Yeah, they do. Uh, 
There's a there's a story come up uh, this past week at a at a Wisconsin. 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 Well, it's partially Wisconsin. It's partially Wisconsin, partially Ohio. You ever heard of, you've, you've all heard of the term needle in a haystack, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. What's the longest, Kevin, you've seen in, in your profession or Earl, you've seen it working in, in the industry, a gun being rec- being stolen and then being recovered? The time period between a stolen firearm and a recovered firearm. Let's talk about any product. It doesn't even have to be a firearm. What's the longest time you've seen? And I have not, folks, they have not seen this story because I wanted their opinions here. Okay, now just for gun was pro- stolen personal, and then gun was personal recovered. Personal experience to, yeah. to, to I'm just looking for some more clarification because right. I know how this can play out. Right. The only crime was the theft of the firearm. Theft of the firearm. No, the firearm was not used in the commission of another crime after it was stolen. Correct. Theft of the okay. firearm. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. So I'm going to have, that's going to drop Winchester 73 out of it. Okay. So, <laughs> um, let me think. Uh, the longest period of time from the recovery of a stolen item. I'm going to go uh, You're, you're going to go with some World War II six, art? 65, yeah, I was going to go <laughs> yeah, 65 years or so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just off the top of my head, I was going to go a year, but I, I know I'm probably way under. Yeah, way way under. Kevin's way over, so you would win, though. Yeah, If we go, if we go by over. prices, right Yay! rules, yeah, you win. All right, you win. You win. come on down. <laughs> uh, we're going to play Plinko. We're going to play Plinko. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I want to spin the wheel. This, ooh, spin that wheel, baby. Uh, this is um, a gentleman in uh, in, uh, in Ohio. Uh, he he had, he had made some threats or something along those lines, and uh, they they called the police. Luckily, the guy was okay. Uh, but uh, the wife asked for the firearms to be taken out of the home while he wasn't there. It was an elderly gentleman. He had a, he had a, he had a collection there of uh, about thirty guns, valued at about thirty thousand dollars. Well, the police, in the course of their inventorying the firearms, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, must, they, must have been some good stuff. Yeah, exactly. They they check uh, they check serial numbers, and they came across a German Mauser rifle. Okay, uh, and I think this looking at the picture it doesn't say what it is. It looks like one of the K ninety eights. Looks like an old German K ninety eight rifle. Serial number four. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's got Hitler's teeth marks in it or something like that. Um, it uh, it was stolen forty six years prior. Oh. I know it was definitely not stolen out of Florida because in Florida they purge those records about every five or ten years. <laughs> you know, they're 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 gone. They don't they don't have them anymore. Well, they might have traced it through the insurance claim because they never forget anything. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. True. that's true. It uh, it was it was stolen forty six years ago out of the back of uh, back of this guy's truck, and uh, and then it's it's already been gifted or excuse me uh, um, the the property ownership to the the son. You know the the heirloom rights, I guess, or whatever, whatever, and uh, it was it was given back to the 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 son, um, who was was negative two weeks old when the gun was stolen. <laughs> you know the the, uh, the the son was still not born yet; he was still in uh, in utero, you know, so okay. to speak. Um, and so, forty six years later, this fam- this family heirloom was recovered and uh, and brought back to. The uh, to the to the, to Wisconsin to where where they had it. So you know, all people here are doing the whole. We don't want to be identified. They don't want to be in the news. I I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why they wouldn't do that. But that's forty six years. I've never heard of one going that long before. It's kind of cool that he gets this this German Mauser back. Uh, that's a uh, it's nice. And looking at the pictures, it's not like it was one of those you know barn finds. This guy was a collector. This thing is high polish, good looking wood. You know the 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 metal's all nice and shiny. It's a uh, that's that's nice to get back because if it was stored in a pickup truck forty six years ago, yeah, somebody's been taking care of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. 
now, not, not to because it was serial number four. Yeah, right, right, right. It's a good piece, and it's a, it's a, it's peace. Good piece, and it's a, it's a, it's a nice uh, welcome home story for this German Mauser. For this German Mauser. So, so welcome, welcome home, German. You know, welcome, welcome home. Uh, you would say uh, uh, in German, "Hello" is "Hallo." So, "Hello" back to the gun, right? It's just like that. Uh, hey, listen. When we get back next segment, Major Bill's supposed to be with this next segment. He's uh, evidently at a wedding. Not sure if it's his or not. He says he's at a wedding, so we may be uh, coming. Yeah, I didn't do any prenups, so (laughs) I hope not. Uh, So stick around. we got more show coming back for you after the break. We'll see you in a few. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion, and I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. 
So please feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Private First Class J.R. Salvation died February 21st, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Salvation, 27, of Ua Beach, Hawaii, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 12th Infantry Regiment, 4th Brigade Combat Team, 4th Infantry Division, Fort Carson, Colorado. He was killed in action in Senjure, Afghanistan, of wounds sustained when insurgents attacked his unit with an improvised explosive device. Salvashan, the father of a nine-month-old baby, entered the army just over a year prior to his death and deployed to Afghanistan as an infantryman in August of 2009. His awards include the National Defense Service Medal, Afghanistan Campaign Medal, Global War on Terrorism Service Medal, Army Service Ribbon, and NATO Medal. Army Private First Class J.R. Salvashan, you are not forgotten. You got a problem, give me a call. We'll see if we can get it sorted out. 407 480 or 407 467 4960. You do not have to face a court proceeding by yourself. Uh, and I may be able to tell you what you need to do without your needing to spend a great deal of money to do it. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring it, folks. If you, uh, you know uh, anybody you'd like to hear on the Fallen Heroes segment, just reach out to us. There's, uh, you just go to armsroomradio.com or go to the Facebook page and uh, Arms Room Radio, and uh, and we can make it happen. Um, Kevin, I, I know I had to call Kevin this week. You're still you're still doing the gun trust. Everything's running up and yeah. smooth going. Gun trust. Yeah, I just and, had a, had had. Uh, I, that's actually a, a deputy, yeah, yeah, yeah. A deputy yep. that's uh, looking to get one. So so still right. The uh, the benefit now that uh, we don't uh, have the requirement you, before you had to get uh, a gun trust with many of the anti chief law, anti gun chief law enforcement officers but um uh, you could still get them what's the benefit of getting one now when it's not mandatory to get one well there's the transferability or i guess it wouldn't be transferability it's the, it's the assignment to someone else in the future and the avoidance of having to deal with the probating of that item it's simply it's the property of the trust so if it goes from you being in possession to somebody else being in possession, that's not a transfer under the National Firearms Act. There's no tax. And if it's not an inheritance, you just decide, I want to give this to my child. Right. You can amend the trust, make that person the new trustee, and then give them the item. And then they can amend the trust in the future and make their child the trustee. And you avoid the need to pay an additional tax stamp because you're not changing ownership. And you don't have to probate that item and you don't have to wait to your death in order to pass that item right. down. I mean, I get to be 95 years old. I've got uh, an MP5 and I want to give that to my grandchild. Ooh, ooh. Oh. <laughs> uh, I haven't adopted you yet. 
Uh, yet. Okay. There's hope. Yeah, a, Do I really want to have to wait till I pass away for them to take it? Right. No. I'd yeah. like to watch them use it and enjoy them having the the benefit of using it. I yeah. mean, it's used to be that it was, you know, this was your great grandfather's 12 gauge rabbit ear shotgun. Now it's your great grandfather's uh, Swedish yeah. K. Swedish K or his uh, his uh, his Colt SP1, you know, or yeah. uh, with the with with the tax stamp on it, you know, that kind of stuff. Smith and Wesson 76. There you go. There you go. Grease gun. Yeah. Um you know, I like the I like a trust because um uh the ATF when you got when you have things class 3 items, they they get a they if they ever chose to do so, you have to produce it within 24 hours for inspection. Uh, and they can come to your house. Basically, it's if you put your home address on your on your paperwork when you purchase one and your tax stamp, it means they get to come to your house and look for that firearm. Well, and a trust, it's not my address <laughs> on the trust. Yeah. It's my lawyer's office. It's, it's, it's actually, yeah. <laughs> Go check there. The um, trust lives in the ether, so it doesn't really have a home. Yep, yep. So that's what I do. Um, hey, normally we'd have Major Bill with us uh, on the program. Do we have his? Does anybody have his music pumped up? I know but people love his it's music. Abnormal today. He's, no. Bill. he's uh he's at a wedding again. His? Yeah. Well, I don't know. He is the marrying man. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, he might uh, he might be out there. By, by the way, if anybody in uh, is looking for a. Uh, a husband that's been married several times. Give, give Major Bill a call. Or reach out to him on the, on the Facebook. <laughs> he is experienced. Yeah, yeah. He's got got all kinds of years, all kinds of years of service in the. Uh, in the he's been well trained. Yeah, he has. He has. Um, so we're going to pick up his story today and, yeah, and go for him. This is um, normally we'd give you a Florida man story. Well, I don't have a Florida man story for you today. What I do have is an Alabama man and a Georgia woman. But they were in Florida. They were in Florida, so we're we're, we're going to go with that. Why do they have to come down here and do <laughs> that? I know you got an Alabama keep, man. Keep that craziness in their home state. <laughs> and a Georgia. Jeez. First off, I think if you put an Alabama man and a Georgia woman together, they make a Florida man. I think that's that's how it, that's how it pops out right yeah, there, probably right there on the border, because um, those are the only other two states that border this this one of ours. So, uh, Florida. I've heard of a Dixie chicken. The Dixie chicken. But I don't know if that becomes a Florida man. <laughs> An Alabama man and Georgia woman are in Marion County Jail. That's a uh, Ocala area for those of you that uh, are not familiar. It's just south of Gainesville, north of Orlando. After being pulled over in Bellevue, Marion County, while driving a stolen car with methamphetamine in their possession, uh, Terry Higgins, forty-seven of, is it Bessemer, 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 Alabama, yeah. was charged with grand theft, motor vehicle, possession of meth, fleeing police, resist, resisting an officer without violence. By the way, resisting an officer on violence is when when you take the the, the gloves and you go pa pa on the face and you say, <laughs> "I challenge thee, sir." No, uh-huh. obviously not. It's 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 resisting. It's actually violence. with violence. Yeah, that, that would be with yeah, um, and driving with a suspended license. Well, of course, his license is suspended. Duh. I mean, you don't have all that other stuff before you before you get meth. I think they ask you, "Wait, is your license still valid?" <laughs> it is. Well, sorry, can't yeah, sell you meth. You, you don't have a driver's license <laughs> because in Alabama, when you're going to manufacture or buy meth, right. The way they'd identify you is they'll go, now, whose boy are you? Yeah, right. Used to be the same way when you're buying liquor <laughs> from the woods in a jar. Whose boy are you? Now, uh, the the woman, Ginger Cooley Crosby, 44, of Lake Park, Georgia, she's an angel. She only had the uh, possession of methamphetamine. Not all that other nonsense that... Uh, yeah, she's a lightweight. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Sunday afternoon, Marion County Sheriff's Deputy observed the silver Chevy Cavalier, Cavalier, Last made in 1994, I believe it was. <laughs> <laughs> so a late model Cavalier, you know, uh, driving along uh, Highway 441. 
A computer check of the tag revealed the vehicle was stolen in Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how long ago that was stolen, and now it's recovered. <laughs> stolen in 94. Well, it was stolen, and it hasn't been recovered because who it was stolen from, they didn't report it. Yeah, about two, but three I, years afterwards. I don't want that back. Yeah, two, yeah. three years afterwards, I don't want that back. <laughs> I got me a Corsica now. I don't need that Cavalier. Getting about, think about getting me a Chevy Beretta, you know, perhaps. Uh, the driver, what? Lumina. Well, we go with the Lumina. There you go. Uh, the driver of the vehicle, Higgins, fled from the deputies while the passenger, Crosby, Dodge was Dodge Avenger. The, oh, yeah, yeah go with the Avenger, yeah. The original Avenger, yeah. Uh, get me a maybe a Chrysler K car, perhaps. <laughs> it's something a little sportier. Uh, while getting out of the car, Crosby fell to her butt with a cigarette pack in her left hand. It's important to put all the facts in the report. <laughs> you know, just, just saying that. It's important to put all those in there. She rolled to her left onto her stomach. She placed a cigarette pack in front of her and tried to stand up, the report said. Deputy ordered Crosby to stay on the ground, and she complied. I don't think she really, you know, yeah. she, was, she, was, she, she was just like, yeah, she didn't well, comply. She just had a choice. <laughs> she couldn't. Uh, she then tried to conceal the cigarette pack beneath her. When ordered to place her hands behind her back, she tried to grab the cigarette pack. Crosby was detained and placed in the back of the deputy's vehicle. Deputy looked at a plastic baggie containing a crystal-like substance and the pack, and the pack of cigarettes where Crosby had gotten out of the car. Uh, Crosby told the deputy that Higgins threw the cigarette pack at her before getting out of the vehicle. So here's a guy who's got a he's got a misdemeanor driver's license arrest. He uh-huh. may or may not have stolen a 35 year old vehicle or 25 uh-huh. year old vehicle, and uh, he says to his, uh, his his lovely woman, the love of his life, as the police stop him, he goes, "Boom!" Tosses the crystal meth at her. <laughs> you take the meth. Here, I'll I take the, look. I'll take the car charge. You take you, the meth charge. You, you see this guy's picture? Oh, this guy's picture is okay. Uh, this yeah. dude, the the love of this dude's life, is still in the prison where he got all them facial tattoos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's not. Yeah. That's not. That looks like Mike Tyson channeled. Who who is who's the uh, John Malkovich? That's yeah, what it looks go. like. <laughs> it's like John Malkovich and Mike Tyson got yeah. together and and cloned something. Yeah. So Major Bill was not able to be here today. We uh, we want to uh, wish him well at his wedding, uh, or whichever whose wedding ever it happens to be. Uh, the uh, uh, you know it's not a Florida man story, but once again, it's a Alabama man, Georgia woman doing some nonsense in Florida. So until uh, until Major Bill joins you next week, remember to uh, uh, drive safely, uh, wear your vest, uh, go home at the end of your shift, and uh, wear your seat and, and wear your seatbelts. Uh, everybody in, in green and blue, stay safe, and then he'll see you next week. Everybody else, stick around. We'll see you next segment. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Last segment happens all the time. What? Already? You know, the break that's normally a six to seven minute break at the top of the hour. That seems like that's taking about 14 or 15 seconds now, and uh, the show just wraps itself up. It's a... I keep waiting for them to blow the whistle early. I keep thinking we're shooting again. <laughs> that's how quick this show's gone by. It's like we're just sitting over here on break between the uh, between the sticks. Uh, Virginia, if you've been following Virginia, and this uh, this came out early last uh, early earlier the week uh, Monday, I believe this came out. Uh, it, again, we've seen a lot of horrible gun laws get approved in Virginia since the uh, uh, the the rally for freedom up there and the rally for uh, for civil rights. Uh, one of them that did not make it through was one of the most controversial was the assault weapon ban, the push for the assault weapon ban. Virginia Governor uh, Ralph Northam uh, pushed to ban the sale of assault weapons, failed on Monday after some of his fellow Democrats balked at the proposal. Senators voted to shelve the bill for for the year and asked the the State Crime Commission to study the issue and uh, outcome that drew cheers from a committee room packed with gun advocates. Now, we've seen a lot of other things passed there. They've got the, uh, the universal background checks now. Which means, uh, you know, I guess if you're yeah, it's good on Venus yeah, as if well. If you're on Venus and but you got the Virginia driver's license, you got to go through it. Um, you've got the uh, red flag all passed there. Uh, I believe the age. I have to I have to check. I believe the age restriction changed at least now twenty one and over instead of uh, you know eighteen to purchase a long gun. So a couple of have gone through. It's interesting that that makes Virginia the first state to reimplement slavery. Oh, oh, yeah, very true, very true. Hmm. 
Four Republicans, most of the moderates, joined Republicans in Monday's committee vote, uh, rejecting legislation that would have prohibited the sale of certain semi-automatic rifles. What they mean is the AR-15. Yeah. Uh, AR-15 or an AK-47 or something like that. The bill was a top priority for Northam, who has uh, campaigned heavily for his broad package of gun control measures. Uh, he's And then they said, listen, the, the governor's spokesperson, she said, uh, uh, listen, we'll, we, we'll be back next year. We'll be back next year. Uh, one of the gun rights supporters who attended the committee hearing said he's uh, he's glad about Monday's results, but uh, not convinced the bill is dead for the year. You can see this stuff come back. We, we've oh, seen this yeah. happen in um, Washington State this week. They beat a gun magazine restriction ban and uh, soundly defeated. Uh, you know, which, which is amazing up there in Washington State. The very next day, it was reintroduced as an appropriations bill because they said, well, we're still going to seize them, but we'll give them some money back for them. That makes it an appropriations bill rather than a gun law. Ugh. So, you know, you got that, that Semantics. going on out there as well. Well, they're going to make it a tax. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah exactly. We, right. You can keep your rifle but because uh, we can't keep you from bearing arms, but uh, the tax on ammunition is $3,000 a round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Earl, you and I, Looked this up last week. Let me see if I can't find it real quick where we're sitting here. Um, we were sitting around talking about uh, the National Firearms Act and uh, that it's it's $200 if you want to get a uh, a tax stamp for, for a class yeah, three class firearm. Three. $200 for a tax uh, three. Uh, unless it's an AOW. Unless it's an AOW, then it's, then it's, five, then it's $500. Um, five. $5. $5. Thank you. $5. Yes. Five. <laughs> I'm looking at the numbers here and speaking something different. Uh-huh. Yes, it's $200 for... Short barrel rifle, short barrel shotgun, suppressor, machine gun. Uh, and machine gun is going to cost you twenty thousand dollars no matter what. But it's right. You want to yeah. buy a fifty dollars suppressor, a hundred dollars suppressor for twenty twos, which you can. It's a two hundred dollars tax stamp. Yeah, yeah. The 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 legal paperwork costs more than the item. When uh, when the NFA went into effect in nineteen thirty four, yes, it was still a two hundred dollars tax stamp. Yes. At today's value, that's three thousand eight hundred ninety three dollars. Mm-hmm. What did so, I just say? What? It's a three thousand dollar tax. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm just giving the exact number. That's all. I'm just clarifying. Okay. I'm just clarifying. That's all. Um, yeah, that's so, the way it was meant to be. Yeah, it was, it was meant, it meant to, be, to be prohibitively exactly. yeah, expensive. Yeah. yeah. So when you, I bring this up because listen, first off, we shouldn't have the National Firearms Act. It's a, it, it's an infringement upon your gun rights. Oh yeah. Um, but just think about your, uh, your your relatives back in 1934 that had a pony up just under four grand. To, to bring home a hundred dollar rifle, well, unless just, you had it already, right, right, yeah. And I'm going to tell you the stuff that got bought. Oh yeah, the weekend before yeah. that yeah. happened, because you could get, you could get, you know, you could get a pistol gripped BAR. Oh, for about sixty five dollars. Yeah, nice. Yep. Uh, so in Virginia, they uh, they 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 the assault weapon ban did not go through. They you know they put it to committee and they said they're going to come back next year. It's it, it's it's probably. Nonsense. It's mm-hmm. you know. It, I, I don't think it's going to last that long. This guy, this 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 whack job, uh, uh, Governor Blackface up there, uh, is going to find a way to get this back on the table. Um, oh, one of the other things that they passed there, I did recall, I do recall, is the um, they have preemption in the state, but they also allow now cities and local governments to make their own gun laws and ban guns from certain places. So in the town of Fredericksburg, might be okay to take your gun to the city park. In Fairfax, it it might be a crime. Oh, so they've, they've, they're, they're allowing the uh, the sub uh, authority governments there to again make their own law, but they say they still have uh, preemption. Just you know, can we annex them? West Virginia can. West by God, Virginia. West Virginia has already offered sanctuary. Yeah, they've they've they have told uh, 
the uh, the counties and the independent cities there of Virginia, hey, look at our charter, baby. Mm-hmm. Our charter says we were created to get away from Richmond. <laughs> you know, and we we Would all you like to get away Virginia. from Richmond too? <laughs> you can do it again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would I just I would just I love that would just be so great just to watch some of these Second Amendment sanctuary counties go. We've decided that we're not going to fight Richmond anymore. We're just going to leave them. Yep. <laughs> just, that would be uh, some interesting uh, gerrymandering. Yeah, yeah. Do you actually have to be continuous, yeah, continuous yeah, or yeah, yeah. can I just have an island right. that's attached to another? Well, Michigan does it. Yes, they do. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's close enough. I mean, it makes, it makes you know, like you said, it's an interesting question. You know, it's not like I could uh, say, well, we want to leave Virginia, but we want to be part of uh, Alaska. You know, you, does it have to be contiguous, like you said? Yeah. Does it have to be touching? Hmm. Does it have to be in the state next door? And it's very weird there because West Virginia yeah, and Virginia, see, but this see, is how West Virginia became to be. Yeah. They said, we're out. We out. But <laughs> you know, if, if, if it's connected by common land borders or waterway. Yeah, so right. Minnesota and Mississippi yep. are continuous. Yep. Because <laughs> the Mississippi River touches them both. There's like, the Mississippi River didn't go to Minnesota. Yeah, it ain't real deep. It ain't real <laughs> it's, wide, but yep. it's up there. It's yeah. more like the Mississippi stream up there, but yeah. Crick. The, the crick. It's, it's a crick. It, it <laughs> is. It's, a lot of the year, it is a crick. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Virginia, again, uh, you know, had a lot of problems with uh, people showing up. You know, they, they realized, uh, listen, at the rally, you got uh, citizens showing up with a guillotine to remind the, the government yeah, we don't, where they get their I don't power need a from. gun. Yeah. We ain't going to use a gun. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. And, well, we, and it's serrated, which means it's not going to cut as clean as you think it is. Uh, also on the bill this week, law enforcement officers, the state law enforcement there, were supposed to, we had a raise due to them. Yeah, 3%. 3%, 3% raise due to them. Uh, you know, it was in the Senate's version of the state budget. Well, the uh, they didn't get it. Hmm. They got voted it. down yep. what a by the same Democratic legislators. Senator uh, As Stanley a punishment. said he tried to amend the state budget on Senate floor Thursday, just days after the sheriffs of Virginia went to speak with lawmakers. And now again, they went to speak and said, you can't enforce this. We're constitutional officers. And um, yeah, go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead. And they, they said, well, if you won't enforce an illegal law that we want to pass, then we're going to punish you by not giving you a raise. And I am just racking my brain for the action that I would take against those legislators legally. And I'm thinking just arrest them every time they go outside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did I do? You're, you're, you, you know, we have, we have the morality police going on now and what you did was offensive. What did I do? Yeah. You talked. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. I think that's hate speech. What did I say was hateful? Some of the things you say are sound as though you're suborning, uh, the revocation of the constitution yeah. of the United States right. and that constitutes treason. So please place your hands behind your back. The, the, the state law enforcement officers there and those, you know, many that uh, are on the state budget as well, um, not getting a raise, not getting a raise. Now, listen, this is going to affect uh, cost of living increase. It's going to affect retirement benefits. Uh, they don't get their 3% across the board, you know, their raise, which is which was due to them. This was a, a formality. And then these, these Democratic senators say, not give it to them. They wouldn't, like Kevin said, they wouldn't enforce our illegal gun laws. We're not going to give them money. Right. So you know what's going to end up happening? Oh yeah, the West Virginia police associations yeah. are going to get a lot stronger yeah, yeah, real right. soon because they're going to give a four percent raise. Yeah, you know, that's is, is what's going. I'm happen. going over there. I'm yeah. saying, and a lot of Virginia officers are going to be moving. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Well, or they could stay put when they're yeah, where they live. Become just part annex. of West Virginia. I'm a, I'm a remote station now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for listening this week. Uh, I want to thank uh, Miss Lauren Hartnett from AthenaDefenseTraining.com. Check her out and uh, get involved with DC Project if you happen to be a woman that wants to get involved. Uh, until next week, please exercise your second memorized responsibly. You are ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on swivel. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.